video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to episode number 61 of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. I am Jessica and I'm joined by Craig. Hello, Craig. Hello. And Andy. Hello, Andy. Hello. <laughs> we all share a love of games, hence why we meet each week to catch up and talk about what we've been playing and all the latest news and happenings as well. Before we kick today's episode off, it would be somewhat insensitive not to mention the crazy happenings in the world right now. I've seen so many posts and stories that I can barely get to the end of. It's just, I don't know, unbelievable that this day and age these things are happening. Obviously, our thoughts are with those affected. That being said, we decided if we can spread a little joy or bring a smile to even one person's face or be a distraction for an hour or so, then we should. So expect the usual weekly news roundup, shitty platinum, gaming movie review and pick of the week. If you are not yet a follower or subscriber, then please consider doing so if you enjoy this episode. It really helps support us. Um, oh, and also I did a thing. So I made a wee link tree thing. So instead of me giving you lots of info of where to go, it's all in one place now. Good's that? Very good. Awesome. Pretty good, yeah. Took you long enough. Yeah, no, I did. So yeah, that's me. Has every, anyone had an eventful week? What's been happening? What's the goss? Not much, but you know what I like what you've done there? You... You ask people to listen first before liking. <laughs> I hate, that's a pet hate of mine when somebody starts a YouTube video. The first thing they fucking do is ask you to like and subscribe. Yeah. I'm like, I'll watch your first part and I'll figure out if I like the video. Yeah, that's Then true. I'll like it and subscribe. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, I'll never forget three-year-old Nathan who... Had obviously, I think we'd maybe just gave him like an iPad or something with YouTube Kids, so he was like watching quite a lot of videos. Mm -hmm. And he was, I think he was either going overnight to my mum's or something, and she came to pick him up, and we're like, "Bye, darling," giving me hugs and kisses, and he's leaving the door. He's like, he went, "Bye, don't forget to subscribe." Oh my <laughs> I was god! Like, what? He's <laughs> always been watching videos. It was so funny. Jesus, and a reflection on our parenting. Yeah, he's clearly been definitely. watching too many videos. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So nothing's been happening with anyone? Nah, no, not a lot. I was in Belfast for the weekend. You, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you're your kids. Yeah. Your kids. <laughs> when they're bad, they're your kids. <laughs> Lovingly. When they're lovely, they're mine. And what was it like? I mean, it's, you know, what happens on the end weekend stays on the end weekend. So mm. can't really divulge too much about what happened, but there was drunkenness and... Debauchery? Yes. Yeah, so don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> the flight on the way home got delayed, though, which was oh, not what you want. Oh, fuck off. No, not in the way back and, home. Oh, yeah. We also almost missed the flight on the way there because we were too busy. I don't even know what we were doing. We were we had some food, we had some drinks, and then <laughs> we, dressed, we dressed the bride up, 
And I think before we realised it was final call on the boards, we were like, oh shit, we better go. So somebody ran ahead and then they phoned and said, they're shutting the gate, you need to run. So wow. it was Home Alone style Singing sprint. and running with the bags. Uh-huh, literally sprint to the <laughs> um, to the plane. Yeah. yeah. What was what were you dress, What was she dressed up as? Like, what did you dress her up? Well, she's got a PhD, so we got a lab coat and it was doctor. Ah. Um, and there was also a penis stethoscope, you know, thrown in there for good head measure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't get away without some sort of like penis attached to you. No. no, no. Nah, you just no. It needs to happen, doesn't it? Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed Belfast <laughs> as well. Like, you know, I'd ah, like you can't even like, Belfast is awesome. It was good fun. Stru- was there a stripper? No. <laughs> no. Wasn't there a stripper? There was threat of a stripper, but it got cancelled. Oh, thank God. I mean, what's your thought? What's your thought in a stripper? No, thanks. Aye, you? No, I'm not for it. I'm not for it either. <laughs> I really can't imagine. Actually, when I went to a stag, the last stag I went to, we went to Barcelona, and uh, <laughs> we went to fucking one of those places, and I was like, oh, great. And as you can't, I can't say nothing because it's the guy's stag, Aye. and he he wanted it, but we're all sat there, and then the woman's coming over, giving it all that, and I'm like, no, it's him, it's him, you know what I mean? Get him, <laughs> you know what I mean? But she was like fucking making a beeline for me, Aye. and then the two other guys I was with, they both get dances, so they both get led away, Aye. and then I could see the lassie who was trying to get me across the room. She clocked that I was alone, Aye, that's and the worst. I seen, I just put my eyes down right away, and I went, oh fuck, oh shit, and then I could see her coming, like just looking at me all the way around the room, like, oh, God. looking at me, like making eye contact. And then she came and got me and she just took my hand and led me like a wee boy into the, the fucking bit where you get a private dance. Didn't even say nothing. Did she just not? Just not. Just grabbed my hand. <laughs> just grabbed my hand and went. Right. And then, because I think she's like a stoner or something. She just grabbed my hand and I was like, accepted that this was now happening. So I was like a wee schoolboy with my head down, like getting led into the, the private bit. And uh, I just remember the most awkward thing. And it's going to be hard to describe this to folk because you'll get the visual here. Right. Um, Are you going to get naked? No, I'm not going to get naked. <laughs> but she was Aww. she was topless. Right. As a stripper would tend to do. Usually. And she had her wee panties on, right? So she's doing all the dancing, doing all the dancing. And then, like, so I'm sat there. And then she, what she'd done is she almost kind of sat on me as if I was a seat. Right. And then kind of, like, uh, leant, leant back and put her arm around my neck. So she's kind of like, I, I can see, when I'm looking down, I can see her breasts right there. Right. And then, then, then it happened. <laughs> she, she goes... You came, didn't you? No. And she's like, shut up, sake. shut up. <laughs> she went, she, she pulled, she pulled her panties to the side a little bit to reveal a cherry tattoo. Right? But she kind of look, looked at me and then looked at the tattoo and then looked at me again as if, like, she wanted some approval when I just went... Yep, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I thanked her. I think I went like, I'm pretty sure I went, yep, that's nice. Thanks for that. <laughs> and just, <laughs> it was so fucking awkward. 
And then she like, I'm sure she asked me to go for a private, private dance. And it was like fucking six, I don't know, so much money for like a bottle of champagne. And I was like, and that's when I put the foot down. I went, no, no, can I get out of here? How much do you want? 50, take it. I'm out. <laughs> that was me. I've got a, I'll, Horrible. I'll, I'll give you a couple of quick uh, strip club stories. It's, it's rare you can go to a strip club without like an incident, and I'm the same as you. Like I, I just find the whole thing awkward. Yeah. Like there's something about the fact that you know that some see I hate fakeness, right? Mm-hmm. And see, like maybe some strippers do really enjoy their job, but they are dancing on mm-hmm. you because they're getting paid for it. Yep. And the fact that I know, no matter how much they put a smile on their face, they don't want to be doing that. Exactly. It makes me feel really awkward. Horrible. Aye. It makes me feel like a horrible person as well. So there was one time that we went to a strip club in Edinburgh and the guy who stagged it was is an idiot, right? And I knew before we went in that this is going to be a complete disaster. We can't get a name. We get one after then. Aye. Right, okay. so, I wouldn't know who this is already, aye. I think. So we go, no, you, it won't be who you think it is. Okay. So we go in and straight away it's, right, there's a whip round, we're going to get him up. You know, there's usually like a, a sort of area where there'll be dances in, in front of everyone. Oh, yeah. Right, we're going to get him up in front of that. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> and embarrass the hell out of him. So everybody's like, right, 20 quid each. We must have gave him about 150 quid. Before we could even round up the money, the idiot has grabbed one of the strippers' asses when oh. she's walked by. Just when she's walking by, he's just randomly. Oh my God. And all I see is this stripper battering the life out of him, right? He's Fuck. turtled up on the ground and this stripper's just ba- oh <laughs> absolutely no battering wanna. him, right? And, no and totally deserved. Yeah. Totally deserved. So we all get flung out. The other one, we were in Riga. And we went to a strip club. One of the guys went to get a private dance. He's an old pro, Jess, isn't he? A strip right. club game. When, and I've never, hey, you had a private dance, I never mm. have. I've avoided that with the plague. This, so one of the boys goes in to get a private dance and he's away for an hour, maybe. So he comes back and we're all at, did you have a good time? And he's like, nothing happened. Didn't, didn't get a dance. We're like, shut up. We're like, what the hell's going on? Right? Mm-hmm. He had went in there and just chatted to the girl for like an hour, right? <laughs> so for the whole rest of the stag do, this guy is getting ripped apart Aye. because he's he's managed to go into a private dance with a girl and not even get a dance. Mm. And he paid for it, mm. by the way, right? So it was a running joke that he's done this. Fast forward two dear, months dear, later, dear. fast forward two months later, she's come over to visit him. Oh my God. And she's out in a night out over here with us. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and he ended up dating her for like six months. Like long oh, distance relationship. Go. Oh, well, that's kind of nice, I suppose. Blossomed from a from a, 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 huh? a proposed private dance that didn't happen. Let's see. That's pure dead love, that is. Yep. Anyway, so we're talking about Wordle last week. Yes. Did you know that Wordle has saved a life? Has it? How's it? Is this, hey. this is what the game... Yeah. I've seen it everywhere. Is it just like, do you compete against somebody to make the best word? No, there's a word of the day that you've got to try and right. guess. It, you've got to try and guess it? Yeah, it's How a five-letter that... word and you've got to... It's hard to explain. Okay. I've got to guess it. It's not like Boggle or something a bit. 
No, but no. yeah, sort of. I don't play it's it. It's a word game. Is there so many letters already available? Yeah, it's it's basically like, so it gives you a bunch of letters, I think, and then you have to try and make the five-letter word, and then it tells you, it turns a certain colour if that letter is in the word, and, right. it, and then it turns a different colour if it's in the word, right. but it's in the right position. I'll look it up, sorry, what's your story about it then? So anyway, there was an 85-year-old woman, mm-hmm. and she woke up, this is in America, obviously, she woke up, in the middle of the night, one night, and there was a naked guy lying next to her. Right? Okay. Sinister. She, she didn't go to bed like this? No. Right. And he's got a pair of scissors to her throat. Right? Mm, nasty. So he, clearly disturbed, gets her up and makes her take a shower with him. She stays clothed, but he's got no clothes on. He didn't even bring any clothes into the house with him. Right? After that... I don't he, like where this is no, going, but okay. After that... <laughs> this is stemmed from Wordle, folks. After that, Jesus he Christ. locks her in a bathroom down in the basement and then decides to just start almost living in the house. What the fuck? And because this woman played Wordle every day and would send <laughs> her score to her daughter, her daughter raised the alarm. Oh, my God. Because she hadn't received she never Wordle got the Wordle score from her mum. So she asked the police to do a welfare wrong. check. They turn up. This guy's just wandering about the house naked and they stun gunned him and managed to get her out and save her. She was stuck in there for 17 hours. What? <laughs> <laughs> Computer games, saving lives. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you just woke up with somebody beside you. <laughs> what the fuck? That's horror movie shit, <laughs> isn't, it? isn't it? It's really... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you wake up, somebody's just like, a wee cherry tattoo. <laughs> you like? You like? You like, you like that? That's, that's great. Thanks, Thanks for being here. Thank you. <laughs> I'll even give you a better one than that, right? This is one of the craziest things that I've heard in a long time, and it comes from Ireland. Oh, right? good old Ireland. That's what it was. Yep. Ireland. I don't actually know if it was Northern Ireland or the Republic of Ireland. It was in Carlo. We've got quite a few Irish listeners. They'll probably know. But um, I'm half Irish. I don't know where it is. So nah, I don't. <laughs> well, that's right so this guy, Declan Horney, which sounds very much like Horney, but isn't. Him <laughs> and his mate went into a post office, right, and tried to lift his uncle's pension, okay. and were told you can't fucking do that. Mm-hmm. Has to be the actual guy or the next akin. Yeah. Two guys are like, that, right? Okay, we'll be back. They come back half an hour later, right, with the body of a man, right? The two of them are holding him up, weekend at Bernie's style, with a hat on his head and a jumper pulled up over his face. They both get their arms around him and they're dragging him along, trying to (laughs) pretend that he's all right. Oh, my God. (laughs) Up to the teller. And they're like, right, we've got him. Hello, Deirdre, I like me. I like me. (laughs) <laughs> my weekly pension please <laughs> and the woman this is keep in mind the pension's probably what like 120 euros mm. right quite the effort so they walk up and the Certainly woman is, and eh? the woman's like ah, is, is he alright by the way and the guy he panics a bit. says I don't think so I think he's having a heart attack and then they just drop him on the ground <laughs> <laughs> right now apparently the whole place was staring at them because 
Oh, when, they, when they brought him in, it was like the feet dragging along the ground. Like, mm. it was clearly like... Well, fucking and, rigor mortis is probably saying. So, police get called, and they turn up, and the guy's like, ah, no, no, um, what was the quote? I've got, I, I did write it down. <laughs> um, they said... Uh, he, the, that police asked him what the, what the deal was, and he says, no, no, he was alive when we left the house. At some point during the walk to the post office, he did go a bit slumpy, though. Slumpy. Oh my god, slumpy though. No, <laughs> oh, Jesus. And so they've since found out that he had been dead for at least three hours mm-hmm. before Aye. that. Because they can tell shit like that these days. <laughs> yeah. So for 120 euros, yeah. these two idiots had literally weekend in Bernie. We, we, this guy wow. put a hat on him and tried to drag him in. Get like his pension. Well, you may as well go to the bank if you're going to go to that and try and lift up all his money. Aye. Rather than just a weekly pension stipend, you know what I mean? What oh, the, Jesus. How did they think that was going to work out? Were they going to like act like ventriloquists and be like, oh, yes, let me lift my pension? <laughs> like, he would have had to speak at some point. Yeah. yeah well. I know. That's cracking. Speaking of... They probably thought it was the best time to do it because they had to cover his mouth. So then they could, could just look Well, that's the, in the time of masks, then that is actually yeah. helpful. I'm going to send the, the two of you. I've got your phone on you. I'm going. I'll post this as well. But I'm going to send you something horrifying that I went into at work today. Oh, I've seen it. Take a look at your phone. This is what I I had at work today. <clears throat> tell me what you tell me what you think of that. Oh, for fuck's sake! The man, the mannequin's back. Somebody's found them, brought them downstairs, and keeps putting them in my room. <laughs> oh dear! Absolutely fucking terrifying, man. I had to—that's the seat I sit on. I had to move that. Mm-hmm. I was like, like trying to get my hand as far away from it as possible, and I dragged it out. I nearly put it like in the cubicle in the toilet. So that when someone walked in, they'd have a heart attack. Mm, yeah, so to give a bit of context, um, at Craig's place of work, there is mannequins that were used for, like, first aid, was it? Nah, they're like, and they're like first aid dummies from the 70s. Yeah, but and, they're proper. And nah, it's real hair and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Back then, they used real hair. It's it's freaky as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and can't... now somebody's found them and thought it'd be funny to move them about. Two days ago, I went in and they were just sitting in a seat right in front of the door, mm-hmm. chat myself. Mm-hmm. So I dragged it over and left it in the corner. But then today, someone's moved someone's it onto my seat. Yeah. See, it's funny, but like it's funnier if you do it and then you stay around for the reaction and record yeah. it. That's what I'd be about. I'd be like fucking hanging up in the ceiling <laughs> for an hour, waiting for somebody <laughs> just so I could get that short. You know what I mean? Nah, that's, I was surprised actually that no one didn't appear. Because mm. yeah, like you say, it's not funny if you can't be there too. It's funny-ish. Aye. I would be laughing to myself if I'd done that and Aye. going, <laughs> somebody will get scared there. But I would just, I would go the extra bit and want it recorded. Aye. So. And interestingly, just when I was saying about like dummies and stuff like that, this is a terrifying tidbit that I heard on a podcast today that apparently, I think it's in Kentucky, so see ventriloquists in America, when they die, they send their dummies to like this fucking dummy graveyard and it's like part museum part graveyard just full of dummies that's masters have died oh my god that's freaky imagine the amount of money required to work in that place (laughs) 
Jesus. Like it's it's known as like the ventriloquist graveyard, but it is technically a museum, I think. But it's just a whole place, and it's like a known thing that like when when ventriloquists die, their dummies get sent off to this one place so they can just haunt this fucking horrible room. That's horrible. Nope, not for me. It's one of the no. worst things I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> So you wonder what they do with all the Madame Tussauds uh, old mm-hmm. do they sit in a room somewhere and just like entertain each other you know <laughs> like the really oh, old ones probably, the shit ones aye. maybe they get sold off I don't know because they'll do new ones as well won't they of, of people mm-hmm. so the, nah, old, the old ones kind of uh, the old ones maybe get sold on or just like dumped in a warehouse somewhere I wonder if I'm it's sure. a case of like I don't know say like they made one of I don't know some eighties star, but then they replaced it. I wonder if they go to that person's family, but that'd be creepy as fuck as well. Yeah, yeah, like, Aye, my uh, uncle's dead, but he kind of looks like he's over there. That's great. <laughs> he's in the hallway. He's I your... hang my jacket on him. Mm. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. So we've taken on a very odd tangent in today's intro. It would seem mm-hmm. <laughs> we have. Yeah, a bit of gaming. Bit of gaming. Okay. So I didn't put this in the news, but there was more. Do you remember we were talking before about how EA were talking about maybe dropping the FIFA license? Yeah. yeah. Too expensive. Aye. Well, imagine uh, Konami bought it. Aye. <laughs> That'd be a mind fuck, wouldn't it? I know. <laughs> uh, right. So apparently, I was reading a few different things about this. So they've not said anything else publicly, but EA did have like an investor call or something and one of their heads spoke about it on that. Oh, aye. And he basically said, like, I, I wouldn't say this sort of stuff pri- uh, publicly, but um, between us, not, I, I suppose, thinking that this thing gets fucking transcribed. Mm-hmm. Um, but he basically, ah, and it's free for anyone to listen to. Yeah, but uh, only a few places picked up on it, uh, right. to be fair, but he basically said, and he's, he's not wrong, he said, like, that he thinks they will move away from it. And he said that at this point, he thinks that FIFA, the organisation, get more out of the licence than they, than EA do. Mm. He said people, people, when they hear FIFA, think more of the game than they do of the organisation. Yeah. They're totally seen as corrupt. And also, so FIFA want X amount more money, but apparently, like, we always... Greedy bastards. We always complain that, like, I don't know, the iterate, like the next FIFA comes around and fuck all's changed, you know what I mean? Or very little's changed. Aye. And I'm not saying that this would necessarily change overnight because they have got really short like cycles before the next one comes out. But apparently what the guy said in this statement was, he said, we, we've we been looking for the last couple of years to make like sweeping changes. And I think that is in terms of game modes and stuff like that. But he's like, ah, but we can't because FIFA works so slowly. Apparently every decision they make has to be approved by FIFA. Ah. And so, so they can help. Aye, so they can ask, like, oh, we want to add this mode or we want to do this. And apparently it can take months for FIFA to come back to them and approve it and stuff. And he's like, like the fuck, I know. I'm and quite he's like, he's like, we're getting really fucking sick of not being able to work Implement as fluidly as we want. Yeah. So I found that really quite interesting mm-hmm. that it looks like FIFA 23 might be the last one. What would you call it, do you think? We had this conversation before, I think, didn't we? Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure we did, actually. I mean, I think it's a placeholder, but what they've been saying is EA, EAFC, mm. um, which isn't, right. isn't terrible. It will EAFC. take a bit of adjust. It will take people a bit of adjusting to do, but... Oh, I said total football, then we went down that tangent, because <laughs> there was total football. <laughs> But then you could still call it that. That's been so long ago. There's only one game. Yeah. It's 
Since if you can't call it that because they win game, total football. I think I could see it being EAFC because it sounds like it's Would like a still, team and it's a. It's still be able to get all the licenses because that's a uh, different thing altogether, yeah. isn't it? So mm-hmm. you don't need FIFA for that. No. You don't need FIFA for the Champions League. What they were saying was it's actually stopped them getting licenses. Fuck. Because fuck. they've wanted to make deals. In recent years, they wanted to make deals with Nike, mm. but FIFA have deals with Adidas, oh, and so they so will not allow up. them to go after Nike. So it would actually open them up for more licenses. So I, I think nice. it is going to happen. That's I think cool. It, I think it is going to happen. Because they're, they're asking stupid money, aren't they? Oh, they want like four Built. times the amount nah. or something. And nah. all they're paying for, like the guy's actual quote, I didn't pull it, but it said something like, we are on non-World Cup years, we are literally paying for four letters and nothing else. Mm. And the thing is, like, yeah, it might confuse fans at first, but see, if I mean, think of the amount of money they'll put into advertising. Yeah. Like every Champions League game, every Premier League game, it'll be in the ad boards, it'll be in the adverts. Like, people you will can get it very quickly. Aye, formerly known as FIFA. Yeah. Total football, or whatever it is. Plus, it's not like a lot of different football games get released every year. So, no, a new it's football not a game that'll come out market. Of, aye. A new you've football got, game that'll come out that looks fucking shit hot and you'll be aye. like, oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you've got one competition, really, don't you? And it's not even probably competition anymore. No. Because of the way they're not doing it. One other potential competition, though, is Traveller's Tales usually make the Lego games, mm-hmm. but Lego have made a deal with 2K and they're going to start making different Lego sports games. And so the first one that's set to come out is later this year. They're going to bring out a a World Cup Lego game, and it's the guys that made Little Big Planet and the Sonic Racing games that are making it, and they're actually a pretty good studio. Like it's not obviously going to be realistic, but it it's got more potential than most to be fun. Mm-hmm. Could be cool. And two K obviously have the NBA and the wrestling as well, so you might get like a bunch of different cool Lego games. Do enjoy some Lego. <laughs> Shall we move on to what we have been playing? Mm-hmm. Ladies first. I have returned. I've made a big return to my Animal Crossing island. Right. Mm-hmm. Are we cut pulling out weeds then? <laughs> Is that what it actually wasn't as bad as it was. Like yeah. I thought it was going to be. Really? Yeah, I had a lot of mail. I had to right. spend a long mm-hmm. time emptying my mailbox. It's like fucking daily life, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Some some admin to do, but yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna try and like you go into my museum and it's shit. There's it's, right. em- it's very empty. So oh okay. I need to invest some time each season and get the required items to make the museum blossom. It's so easy to get lost in it again. Though it's <sighs> it's got a really addictive gameplay loop. That just like okay. you're like, oh, I'll just catch three more things. I'll just do this, and an hour, two hours disappears. Take your word mm. for it. Honestly, Andy, it's really, it's one of these games that just you just lose time to. <laughs> I don't yes. understand it myself. So that, and then I guess we'll come on to chat about this. But I, I just started Elden Ring. And that's all you've got to say. And that's as far as I got. I didn't make it past the tutorial. Right. So that's that's the stage I'm at. Well, you mm. found the tutorial at least. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about Elden Ring briefly then. I didn't see the tutorial. Right. Aye, because 
seemingly from software can you do anything simply and in the first room you're in apparently you've got to go over into some corner and then drop down into a secret room it's uh, not the really tutorial a room to find it's... the tutorial <laughs> of course which i and most people i spoke to didn't know was a thing like don't be wrong it's, there's not that many buttons to figure out but if you're going to make a tutorial Maybe make it so that people will find it pretty fucking easily. Mm, but even the tutorial, like, there's so much like language. And information to take on like, board. Obviously, I've not played any of the previous um, games, and yeah, it was just obviously there's a there's a intro story, like a cinematic story at the beginning. All but right. even that, I was like, so, what the fuck's going on? Like. Mm. It's very high fantasy from yeah. the start. Um, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm gonna give it some more time, but like, wh- I mean, what's it sitting at? Just ninety seven still. Mm. Like the the feedback and the reviews are immense. Like I know. Yeah, yeah. I have played about two hours. Like I say, I didn't find a tutorial, so a lot of that two hours was trying to figure out stuff for myself. I as well, other than five minutes on <sighs> Sekiro, have never touched one of these games. It's it's strange. I I definitely don't think it's a ninety seven. Like it's rated just now as the fifth best game ever released, which I think is ludicrous. That's all a matter of opinion though. It is, but Your I, opinion's different. I uh yeah. It's I mean the reason I understand why it's got that higher score. Because more so than other games, so like see when like Horizon comes out or Grand Theft Auto comes out or whatever, like big outlets can go right. Andy, you review that this time. Right, Jess, you review that this time. See when a From Software game comes out, they are so hard that they are always reviewed by the resident Souls expert. <laughs> so it's going to be reviewed by someone who it's their most anticipated game of the year. Mm. So yeah. if it does what Souls fans want, it's going to get a really fucking high score. There's not one person that reviewed that game that was like, well, it's not really my thing. Um, so I think that's partly why it's so high. But um, it's, it is good. Like, it's interesting. Like, even though I was getting nowhere in it, I put it off and I was surprised that I was like, I want to go back to this. Mm. I want to try and learn more. I want to try and get better. But... I just, like you were saying about the scope of it and that, Andy, and like you come out in the world and the scope of it is really cool. The graphics aren't great. They're, they're not Fully that great. It, does, it doesn't look bad, but the graphics aren't amazing. Like they don't mm. look like next level or anything like that. Um, the frame rate is shocking. Like it drops all the time to the point where the have said that the best way to play the game is to play the PlayStation 4 version on PlayStation 5, and that's how you'll get the best performance. <laughs> on PlayStation and Xbox, it's it's not even just the fact that it's not 60 frames a second, it's that it keeps dropping and coming up and dropping and coming up, and it stutters, like, quite a lot, um, which is just mad. And I, I read a thing that... See Digital Foundry, how they always do, like, breakdowns in games' performance... They were asked not to do their breakdown until after the game released, which I thought was a bit shit. 
Um, but no, I do. So far, I like it. I, I, I like. I want to get better at it. I want to see more. I'm intrigued. It's different from anything I've ever played before. Um, I definitely don't think it's a '97, no. But, but then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's difficult to to lay an opinion when we've both played so little exactly. at this point in time. And yeah. but then even people that have played like sixty plus hours haven't completed it. Is yeah. the thing they said mm-hmm. something like ninety percent of the people that reviewed that hadn't finished it. Yeah, which again potentially an issue. But I mean, see as well, see the animation, like the character animations. They're like PlayStation Three level. And like people will say, well, that's not what it's about. It's about the difficulty and the timing. And I'm like, well, fair enough. But still, like, I'm mm. playing Horizon at the same time, and like Aloy couldn't move any more like a human person mm. the way they move about. Whereas this guy's walking about like a tin robot. Mm. Um, so I, but it's, it is good. It's good. Yeah, we we actually had a, a listener question um, just on Elden Ring. They said, "No game is for everyone." Um, such a high score could suggest that nearly everyone would enjoy it. What game do you think is the most universally loved game ever? A game that most people can agree is at least very good and deserves to be called a classic. Mario. Mm. Yeah. Every, everybody can play that. Probably. You could teach I... your eighty-four year old grand to play that. It's <laughs> yeah. Two buttons. That is probably you're probably right. Actually, that's probably the one that doesn't mm. like. I'm trying to think. Like, obviously, you get people saying that. Elden Ring is a 97 but then you get people that hate Souls games like even like GTA uh-huh. there's people that can't stand GTA yeah. but I'd, I've never I don't think I've ever met anybody that can't stand Mario everybody likes Mario and it's just, it's so, just ba- it's so basic and easy Aye. that's why people love it because it's you can master it but it's such a simple yeah. premise so probably I'd say Mario but see to be honest like how much of that is because of the film Oh my zero god! Zero percent. Yeah, zero. Zero percent. Okay. Craig has an absolute love Let's for this on. this film, and we hate it. Basically, it's called an erection for it. I've got an erection for the film. Right, let's move on. Andy, what have you played this week? Cyberpunk. Ooh. Aye, I'm absolutely loving it. <laughs> yeah. Fucking amazing. It's so I'm good. So isn't glad it? I waited as uh, well for one point five patch. Yes, because I have had a few issues. The only thing really that's happening is the game resets every now and again. But it's not the end of the world because it seems to auto-save quite a lot and then I'm saving it as well before and after everything I do, just about. So, aye, it's just fucking amazing. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's brilliant. Aye, so good. How far into it are you? Like, I've probably ploughed about a good eight or ten hours already, I think. Mm. I've played it on my days off. I've properly played it from 11 o'clock to 8 o'clock at night. So I've definitely put in a shift and it doesn't feel as if I've made a dent at all. Probably haven't. Um, There's just so much to do. I thought the map looked tiny at first, but as you get into the world, it just seems to kind of like open up a bit more. Um, Aye, I can't say at the moment I can't say anything bad about it. Yeah. The gunplay is good. Um, all the kind of different crafting and and coming up with all the perks and stuff like that. Uh, that all seems pretty awesome. Gives you a reason to keep on playing it to build your guy up how you want. All the fucking cybernetics that you can put in. Just everything's cool, man. It's really really good game. And then the dialogue, it's really you know deep I mean? in it. 
really, really And the deep. voice acting's amazing. Aye. And the acting. characters. Aye, the voice Can acting, the characters. I've not got to him yet. You know, When's he come in? Relatively early. It depends. Like, so the main see how, story. See how you can choose between three different options at the start. Mm. There's like three different character classes. Oh yeah, I text you about that. Aye. Uh, what did you go for? There's enough four. Maybe I that's think four. I went f- mm. Whereabouts did you start? So see depending on which one you choose. The I op- started in, in the garage. Right. Okay. I think I'm a nomad. Right, aye. See I've I've uh, seen the start of that, but right. I chose I think Street Kid. And so I started like in a nightclub oh. in the middle of Night City. Like so the first like five lap dance. Not at that time, but you can get lap dances in it. Yeah, um, yeah you like that? Yeah. <laughs> so, I see the lap dances as well. They're pretty full on, by the way. It's not just like, see like how you could get lap dances in GTA and they'd be like, oh, here's a nipple. That's this thing, is I like I text you in the character creator screen. Aye. It's like, how big's your dick going to be? And I was like, what? Aye. What's going on? And this thing's like, big, bigger. And I'm like, bigger? <laughs> and see, each time you change it, it's got physics when and it, it moves. It wafts about a wee bit. I know, I've noticed that it's kind of bump because it, it grows, it goes boom, and it just kind of wiggles. I'm going to have to insert a full disclaimer about all the sexual content we were discussing this week. That's oh, fine yeah. to do that. But yeah, one, one thing, like, and you'll probably see it the more you get into it, but like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but see the characters, they're so deep. Yeah. Like, there's times when you go and visit characters to do missions or side missions. And, like, you genuinely feel like you've interrupted them. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, see how in games usually you walk up and there's, like, a guy standing there and then he Waiting activates when you go and talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's as if you can, like, bump into characters and they're not expecting you. And you're, like, you get that feeling that they've been going about their day when you've not been there. And, and there's you... so many levels to the characters. Uh, and did you, when you were the picked the street kid, did you still team up with Jackie? Yes. So Aye. you always kind of team up with Aye. him. Because I, I like the idea, and I'll probably play it again mm-hmm. with these option, other options, but I was swilling between the Nomad and the one that's like the kind of uh, almost like working in the Tibbet uh, yeah, Towers kind like of thing, Syndicate or some, or uh, corporate, some sort one. Of corporate one. Um, I like the idea of that one. Mm-hmm. Like You've been already quite high up in the corporate game yeah. or something. Um, but interesting to play is that to see what that's like aye so like when I when I started like I say I started and it was like a bar and then I went out into a, a car and I was with this guy and like yeah Jackie is like implemented into my story and right. like so he's like a, I think Jackie's the same character but he's got a different background depending on what you choose right but aye right. It's, it's like I always said with Cyberpunk it's like a melding of Deus Ex and Fallout. It's f- very Fallout, innit? I get feelings of that. Like, you can pick up all... It's like a proper RPG. You can I pick up all that shit. Aye, it's what I, I get a feeling of. Um, aye, it's just fucking awesome. Yeah. It really is a brilliant game. I'm so glad that it's finally in a state where people can enjoy it. I know. I know. Like, I, I was very lucky to be able to enjoy it. And I, I guarantee you, like, if I had, like, nine times out of ten, my playthrough would probably have been fucked. It was just luck, I think. I've not sort of delved into it or if anything's been published, but do you think the timing of this with everything else that's been released has sort of hindered and maybe, I don't know, minimised the exposure that it perhaps could have had? Because it's not getting released. It's not like it's released again. Mm -hmm. Mm. It's 
well, almost as I suppose, but it doesn't feel that way. And Especially then you've got all these update. other games getting their proper initial release. Yeah. So it's a shame that it's going to maybe going to fly under the radar a wee bit. The fact that you can now pick it up and it's in a state that you can play it properly. Yeah. Because it deserves to be played, definitely. See if they could have just got it out in like the first or second week of January when nothing was coming out. Yeah. I think it would have made a much bigger splash. Yeah. But I, I'd sort of tried to look into see like why did they do that? Why would you put it out three days before Horizon? Do you know what I mean? But I think it was because they do have DLC plans and they're planned for like the summer. So that I think they were like, we can't hold on to this much longer. Like mm. we need you just yeah. we're already left people waiting for fifteen months. <laughs> yeah. Which is a scandal in fairness. Yeah. yeah. Um the only other thing I played is more Horizon and I don't really have much more to say. It's still it's really, really good. I've been getting less bugs since the latest patch, which is good as well. But uh, still still getting some. But nowhere near as bad and it's it's excellent. It's just it's it's not a massive leap from the last horizon in terms of gameplay, but there's lots of it's all quality of life stuff that just make it better and obviously it looks better and stuff. The story I don't find so far as good as the previous game, but I'm not that far into it where I'm sure it's got some twists and turns to come, but really good so far. More of the same. If you like the first one, you'll you'll definitely enjoy it. And you have reviewed Ollie Ollie World? Um, we are in the process of reviewing Ollie Ollie World. It should Ollie, be Ollie, 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 Ollie. Hopefully. And yeah, just before we move on to this week's news, we have another listener question from Harry, who said, do you think Sony is being deliberately vague about when PSVR 2 will launch? Do you think it's maybe ready, but they're waiting to see when Horizon VR will be ready so they can launch together? You'll be fucking hoping so. Yeah, that, absolutely. Mm. I don't know. They've got, Sony have got a lot on just now. Like, we'll come into it in the news and stuff like that, but there's more talk of that Spartacus program that's going to be like game pass mm. so it seems like they're going to have to announce that soon they've just had horizon come out and they've just they've got gran turismo coming out this friday so i think sony always like to like kind of give stuff room to breathe so i feel like they probably think well we can't we don't want to murk the waters by announcing too much vr yeah, stuff like i don't know like i in my head what's going to happen is it's probably going to come out late november-ish time um, but I don't know, they, that is still quite far away and they maybe just want to be guaranteed that they can get enough units pro- in production before they announce it. There are still, I think, chip shortages in the world. Right. Um, I got told today at work if anyone needs a new laptop, like it's a four to five months like wait to get one. Jesus. Um, so if we've got any new recruits to you know get them in now kind of thing. <laughs> um so yeah, like I don't know, like there are a lot of kind of logistical issues probably with yeah. with trying to produce the the units themselves. But to what Harry was saying, though, like I don't think that if they have the unit VR unit ready, that they will hold it off until Horizons no. ready. Like I, I think I had it in my predictions this year, but I think Half Life Alex is going to come out with it as well, and that would be enough to launch it with that. Mm-hmm. And then when Horizons ready, it could come. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they'll hold on to it just for Horizon. But it could be still, like, it might not be this year. Probably will be this year now, but we'll wait and see. 
Okay, for this week's news. Do you want to sing? Will I just copy and paste? There you go. <laughs> okay, first up. News, uh, <laughs> news. Let us bring you the news. Jason Craig and Andy scouring the internet. Keeps on our back, so yeah, we're scouring the net for news. Awesome. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, first up, according to everyone's favourite gaming fortune teller, Jeff Grubb, Sony's upcoming gaming service Spartacus is getting close to launch. He also goes into more detail on pricing and structure, so strap in. Okay, so allegedly there's going to be three tiers. The essential which will be $10 a month, extra at $13 a month, and premium at $16 per month. Grub suggests premium sounds a lot like EA Play with trials, classic games, and streaming functionality. It's unclear how many trials you'll get and what those classic games will be. It's been muted before that Sony may bundle in retro games similar to Nintendo Switch Online. You'll also get a catalogue of downloadable titles, which will include which will be included with the extra option. This is assumed will extend to anything currently downloadable on PS Now, so over 250, 300 games, something like that. It's worth noting that there will be no streaming functionality and extra that's reserved for the premium tier. And then there's Essential Plan, which Grub claims is like PS Plus, just like you know it today, with monthly games and discounts. There's no mention of the availability of first-party games at launch, which ties in with what Sony has already said, that it doesn't see as sustainable. Mm. See, that's Jeff Grubb guy. He comes up every week now, and, like, I don't know, a lot of people, myself included, I, I tend to think he's full of shit, just because he comes out with so much stuff. But maybe I'm being too well, Is harsh. he independent? No, he works for, I think it's Venture Beat, but he's got like a podcast and like he seems like the type of guy that likes the attention and right. so he comes out with stuff all the time right. so that he gets mentioned all the fucking time. <laughs> and I'm going to start making a tally, see when he says stuff like this and we'll find out over four or five months how much he's actually right about. So this could be all made up? He, he's definitely got sources, like he's a bit of a Xbox fanboy, so when he mm. says something to do with Xbox, I tend to believe it. Because he definitely knows Phil Spencer and knows folk name. like that. It's a weird name for it, Spartacus. I, I think it's the code name. I don't know what it's going to come out as. Yeah. Like, it's there's weird things about this though. So, like, see the the sort of first tier of it, the ten dollar one. They say it's basically PlayStation Plus, right? But it's ten dollars a month. PlayStation Plus isn't it? Ten dollars a month. So, are they going to be like, I mm. now PlayStation Plus actually costs more? Get up, you. Mm. Like, and you, you, only get, you only get two games. I don't know. You can get PlayStation Plus for what about forty pound a year? The way he's talking about it, be one hundred and twenty dollars mm. a year. So that's a fucking massive jump. So I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I I don't think it's out the realms to to you know that they will offer varying packages like that. You know, yeah, like, the tiered thing I think will happen. Yeah. But how much he's then just adapted that into a story in his head and went, that's yeah, probably this. I don't know. See as well, it's interesting. See that PlayStation Now service? They had, I thought they had had day one games before because I was thinking of Grand Theft Auto 3, but it actually came like three weeks after it launched. So PlayStation Now has never had a game launch on that service like Game Pass. It's always mm. games that have been out for years. Okay. 
But this week, there's a game called Shadow Warrior 3 that comes out, and it's day one free on that service. It's the mm. first time it's ever happened. And it feels a bit like maybe like that deal was made ages ago, and Spartacus was supposed to be out by now. And so, because it hasn't been announced, they're like, fuck, we've got a deal in place here. Uh, right, we'll put it on that service. Possibly, or they are, mm. I don't know, perhaps testing the waters as to how... I don't know how much people would jump on board with PS now, like yeah, off yeah. the back of a you know a, a title coming to that service first. See, um, see, one thing they said about maybe like game trials that would be cool mm. because that was supposed to happen. I'm sure with PlayStation Four initially they'd said, "Oh, there'll be trials, there'll be demos of every single game that comes out." And I remember thinking, "That's fucking awesome that you'd get to sample all the games before they come out and see if you like it." Mm. But like I don't know, like how see now, like think I was thinking in terms of like shitty platinums, like all those games could be completed in ten minutes. So you couldn't give trials of those games, you know what I mean? So it can't be it can't be trials at everything. You can technically do that on the Xbox because you can play, you can download so much, then it's ready to start. So you can usually play like a wee bit of the game. But you'd have to pay for it. Oh yeah, yeah. This okay. is like demos where you can basically trial the game before you buy it. Ah, they're yeah. saying, but yeah. I, I, I okay. don't know how many games it's going to be. Trophies would not count either. I would imagine. No. Probably not. I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next up on this week's news, we spoke lots about this over the the past couple of podcast episodes. Seafew launch, as you may recall, did not go according to plan. Many fans paid extra for the devastating brawlers deluxe edition in order to play it early but lost a chunk of that early access window due to an issue with the ps store the game's developer slow clap promised it would make up for it and earlier this week announced plans to add additional outfit to the game specifically for deluxe edition owners the costume for the main character will be available in early may and it'll be bundled alongside the release's first major update the studio is not stopping there though as the team will also be adding more outfits in the future updates and a spokesperson for the team has said if you have ideas feel free to share mm. oh well I think this is because this is totally taken off on PC yeah so like some new content we've had I put two videos up on the website people have like added mods so the two I put up were one where you can change the character to John Wick <laughs> which oh, is cool, cool which is cool as fuck you need to check out my video on YouTube. I actually I smash it as well. Mm-hmm. And then another one where... Who was in the second one? Um, Will Smith's character in Bad Boys. Mike right. Lowry. Maglowry. I'm Maglowry. So I did the club level as him, but it, this is totally taken off on PC. So I also did it. You could do Mike Daredevil. Lowry. You could do the Power Rangers. You could do Shaggy at Scooby-Doo. Steven Seagal. They probably have done that one. They've honestly there's hundreds of them been released. And who's now. making these? Like just just users, models, yeah. just users. It's all users, um, and they're really cool. There's one when you can go like Elsa or Snow White and stuff like that. Um, so obviously licensing would be an issue, but if they can make a few of these deals and like get some mm-hmm. mods for other characters in on console, because just now you can only do it in PC. Yeah. Okay. But that would be cool. Yeah, definitely. If you've got any ideas, then let us know. Next up, 2023's Call of Duty game may be delayed 
to the following year. This would mark the first time since 2004 that a year would pass without the new mainline Call of Duty game, which has gotten new entries on an annual basis since 2005's Call of Duty 2. Bloomberg reports that Activision Blizzard will delay 2023's Call of Duty in hopes of further polishing the game. The report also says that Activision Blizzard is publishing, sorry, is pushing this new Call of Duty release because of a recent game failing to meet expectations. Bloomberg also recently reported that three Call of Duty games are currently in the works. Two of those games have been confirmed. That's Warzone 2 and Modern Warfare 2. And the third unannounced game is the one that's been delayed. It's been worked on by Treyarch. That's a good thing, I think. Yeah. Having a wee break. It can't hurt. Because there's going to be so much content anyway to play still. You'll not forget. You're almost as if it's always been there. Well, I bet you people don't even realise there's a new release every year and they just get fucking mixed. What game is it now? I'm lost. I know. You know what I mean? I'm lost. 18 of them in a row. Mm. Needs a break. Yeah, like I suppose with the likes of FIFA, like, although was there not one year that they misnamed it? I can't remember, but like. No, FIFA's been out every year. Yeah. But but it's always like that year's number, if you Mm -hmm. know what I mean. Whereas mm-hmm. with the Call of Duty games, like it's you know we're not at Call of Duty eighteen. Do you know what Aye. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's I, it's harder if you, I mean if you don't have it on paper, it's hard to know the order of which they all came out. I think this has been coming. Like we've spoke before about how like soon we're talking about game pricing and games going up like in price, and we sort of were of the opinion that well games cost more to make now. They also take longer to make. And like I think it was like was it two or three years ago? Remember, Call of Duty came out one year and it didn't have a single player campaign, mm-hmm. and it was because they didn't have time to make it. <laughs> and then the Vanguard, I haven't finished it yet because of the amount of bugs I was getting with it, which was so rare for a Call of Duty game to not run well. Like yeah. they're just the door of the. It's it's becoming too hard to put one of these games out every year. Like they've got three teams that work on it, so they 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 rotate. So each team has three years to make their game. Like Treyarch do it one year, Infinity do World do it one year, and Sledgehammer. Ray, uh, Sledgehammer. Um, so they rotate like that, but it's just becoming unmanageable. So why not? Put, I mean, Warzone's making them a fucking fortune anyway. So if, if the new version of Warzone comes out and they've got a battle royale, then they don't need anything in 2023. Just nah, give it a break. Mm-hmm. It'll probably help the series overall as well. Because it is starting, the sales are starting to go down a bit. Yeah. More time would be better. Okay, next up, Bandai Namco has responded to fans to address a number of Elden Ring technical issues, which we kind of mentioned earlier. The publisher addresses frame rate and performance issues, saying, quote, we will constantly be working to improve the game so that it can be played comfortably on various PC environments and platforms. The studio also recommends that PC players update their graphics card drivers to the latest version. They also address a nasty bug that seems to be corrupting save data on the PlayStation 5 version. Apparently this issue most frequently occurs when the console is turned off unexpectedly while in rest mode. They also say a fix has been worked on. However, they advise players in the meantime to save their game manually until it's released. I mean, there's no chance of me making progress in this game anyway, but see if I fucking did and then it corrupted my save, I will <laughs> riot, man. If I actually manage to beat one of the wee guys and then my save gets corrupted, I'll yeah. go fucking tonto. Yeah, that would be pretty annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I 
imagine you actually finally get good at it. You finally feeling a bit good about yourself. Mm. And then fucking safe corrupted to get it right up you. I saw an advertisement for, um, it was like an inflatable controller cover. So basically... <laughs> You put your controller inside it, and then it's like an inflatable, like plastic thing, so that if you uh, fucking so you can chuck it. if you lose your rack and you fling it, it's not gonna <laughs> break. Sake. I'm surprised the first time I didn't hear about this was when you handed it to me <laughs> <laughs> to get me to calm down. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, as well, see if like people's saves were getting corrupted. The Souls community is so tight knit that they'd be like, "It's a feature. It's not a bug. It's a feature." <laughs> They it's one of the difficulty settings. Because <laughs> they fucking stick together, that mob. <laughs> okay. Rumours are circulating that a sequel to 2010's Fallout spin-off Fallout New Vegas could be on the cards at Microsoft. Industry White Knight Jeff Grubb spoke on the latest episode of his show Grub Snacks and claimed that talks on reviving the side series has started since Xbox bought the Fallout license holders Bethesda last year. It was a move that saw Bethesda now under the same roof as the studio that worked on the first game, Obsidian. Quote, this is very early, he said, but people have begun but people have begun to have talks and say these words in sentences, and those words are Obsidian and New Vegas too. We're talking years and years away, there's at least an interest and conversations happening about making something like that actually a reality. That was always my Favourite Fallout game? It'd be really cool to get a new New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Once again, though, this fucking guy. <laughs> and it's the way he says stuff. People have begun to have talks and say these words in sentences. <laughs> what God. the actual fuck? It's like he's trying to leak news, but trying to be as vague as fucking possible so that if People it doesn't have happen... People have spoken words. <laughs> these words... Are of the gaming community type words. Take of that as you will. It's like, do you know what I mean? It's like he's, it's like he's trying to say something but leaving 15 doors open so yeah. that if it doesn't happen, then he can go, well, I mean, if you think back to what I actually said, I was yes. not confirming it. You've yes. taken from that that I was confirming it. I just said there were some words in the dictionary that if you took them and arranged them in a certain way, you might get to the conclusion. But... <laughs> And he's, he's mentioned Fallout New Vegas because that'll get the biggest news coverage because everybody fucking loved that game. Mm. Like, we, we've we not discussed this properly yet, but we got a request recently to start a new section, Get in the Bin, right? <laughs> Jeff Grubb, Get in the Bin. Right, so I, we, I, we need to talk about it. I don't know how it's going to work, but it, I think it'd be a case of like maybe every week somebody would get put in the bin, something would get put in the bin, mm-hmm. something like that. So we'll need to discuss it. But the fucking first person that's going in that bin is Jeff Grubb. Right. <laughs> he is fucking getting launched. Getting that Lawn bin. fucking darted Cue into that bin. sound effect. Oh, we're going to have a sound effect. Yeah, okay. We need to figure out. We'll, we'll talk off air about how it's going to work. But we Ooh, need to get in the get bin. Get in the wee jingle. Get in that bin. <laughs> See you. Get in the bin. See you, you bastard. Get in that bin. Boom. Okay, it is a new month. It is March, and of course that comes with new PlayStation Plus games, and they have been announced and are as follows. We have Ghost Runner on PS5, Ark Survival Evolved PS4, Team Sonic Racing on PS4 as well, Ghost of Tsushima Legends PS5 slash PS4, and GTA Online 
PS5. That's coming March 15th. Hmm. It's not bad. Hmm. Ghost Runner's pretty cool. I'm shit at it. It's really hard, but it's really good. Really, really good. I didn't get time to put this in as a news item, so I'm just going to bring it up just now. But also, there was new um, Game Pass games mm-hmm. announced, and I purposely held off not telling Andy this till we're on the air. But do you know what the, the featured game is? What, for Game For Pass? Game Pass next month? No. Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Yep. It's getting added in the next day or two. Awesome. I know. I thought you'd like that. I nearly texted you about it and I was like, nah, we're recording tonight, I'll wait and I'll hold off. That's fucking brilliant. (laughs) Uh, It was only announced today, so getting added to Game Pass is Far... I can't even see what that is. Far Changing Tides, Kentucky Route Zero, Guardians of the Galaxy, Young Souls, Lightning Returns, don't know what that is, and Lawn One Simulator. My favourite. And it's not like a limited time or anything, they'll get ages. I mean, usually with Game Pass, like things will be there for six months. It would be a minimum of three months. Mm -hmm. I don't think anything's left in less than three months. But yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. And Lone Moon Simulator, you've not played that, have you? I know, Andy. Uh, I'll put it on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Aye, but. That's a, a belter, an that absolute is, belter. That is good news. Like, I put it up on Twitter and I was like, what does everybody think? And every response was like, fucking yes, Guardians nah, of the Galaxy. It's cool as fuck. And the soundtrack was really good as well, wasn't mm. it? I still haven't completed it. Like, I need to get back to it. But what I played was really good. Yeah. And I would, obviously, if you get an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass, then you're a fucking numpty. So yeah. get that and play some Guardians. Boom. Okay, just a news wrap-up of a few other bits and pieces. So, wrestler Kenny Omega has provided an update of sorts on the upcoming AEW game. He explained that while they cannot compete with the production value of the WWE 2K games, they hope to nail the gameplay aspect, especially for those who are fans of old-school wrestling games. Yeah, because they're using the proper developer for this, aren't they? Aye, they're trying to emulate the N64 games. Yeah. So, I good to know they're still working on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Valve head honcho Gabe Newell has been doing the PR rounds for Steam Deck, and when asked about the possibility of Xbox Game Pass being available on the system, he said, "Quote: We'd be more than happy to work with them to get that on Steam." Bet you fucking would. It would sell more. <laughs> it would sell more the, units, wouldn't it? The rumor is he's been hand delivering those Steam Deck run about where he stays. Oh really? Uh, that's the rumor anyway. <laughs> Not one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look cool those Steam Decks. I know. I don't know how much I, I don't really do handheld gaming that much, but no, like seemingly like I've never been able to get into it. I know. But it does it does look at, at of a size that maybe it wouldn't feel like handheld. Nah, it's just something about it. I like a bit old school. I know. Like I saw a video of God <sighs> of War running on it and it ran brilliantly. Like it's like pro- running proper fucking games. Okay, and the much-talked-about Twisted Metal TV series has been picked up by Peacock. No date yet announced on that one. What? They're making a TV series on that? Nah, it's supposed to be an action comedy. That's weird. Could be cool, but it could also be utter shit. And, yeah, on Sunday, both Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet were announced and said to be coming in late 2022. They appear to be Generation 9. Whatever that is. 
I just, I just included it because <laughs> it's a fun. big news story. I don't have a fucking clue. Should we go and wake Nathan up and ask him? <laughs> <laughs> well, Nathan, can you come down here and correspond for us on the new Pokemon uh, title? Generation, don't yawn. Generation Nine, come down and tell us what it's all about. From what I understand, I think each generation they add more Pokemons. And that's all they need. I know. More? Is there not like a thousand plus? I have no idea. I think there is I more name, than I that. Honestly, couldn't name five. Oh, and come Pac- on, go! Pac- you can name, name five. Come on, Pikachu. That's it. Pika- yeah. Pikachu is the one I know. Wait, Bulb, Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur, Donatelli. Oh, I don't know about that. Is that not a turtle? Michelangelo? That's a fucking turtle. <laughs> Leonardo, <laughs> Bulbasaur, and and Pikachu are the only two I know. Okay. I've never played a Pokemon game in my life. See, but you've heard him talking about it. Mm. I block him out. He wants a we, giant like Snorlax or something like that. They can Starlax, lie. Like, what the fuck? It's like a. There's rain. Bin. Stimpy. <laughs> there's. <laughs> yeah, there's a... yeah, I could name a few more, but. Erin was telling him he's getting. It's, for context, it's our son's birthday in about a month. Erin was telling him at the weekend that he's getting a climbing frame. What? I she's mean, telling you what he's getting. She get money. No, she she's was. Spend. She was telling him. She's like, by the way, your uh, mum's getting you a, a climbing frame. We shit And still I was like, doesn't she just? And the whole time I'm driving at the time, right? And I'm thinking, I'm gonna have to fucking build that. That better not be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you were just I'm listening li- into this. I'm just listening. She's like, I didn't mean to tell you, Nathan. And he's like, well, you did tell me. You <laughs> we went by a park and you nodded over there and you said it was a climbing frame. <laughs> and the whole time I'm just seething going, am I going to have to build a fucking climbing frame? We've already, oh, got, we've already got a fucking trampoline that's in the neighbour's garden that did, we can't get back. Did you know how to shut it down or were you the, the thought of maybe Jess has bought this and not told you? Is that what it was? Well, if I paint a picture for you, Jess was in another country, <laughs> fucked off, left me with the kids, right? And I, my soul was destroyed. And so I was just facing the front, trying not to drive into a wall and end up all. <laughs> oh, Especially right. at the thought of having to build a climbing frame. Yeah. Just as well, I've got friends like you that can come and help right. me. Recommended build time 30 minutes, four <laughs> hours later. <laughs> four days later. <laughs> um, yeah, I was looking into getting a, getting a climbing frame. Yes, that's correct. Well, maybe don't tell the kid next time, eh? <laughs> really? She's an absolute. She got me. She, she got me. That's the problem. She's allowed uh. now. You'll just want it so that you can use it for workouts. I mean, maybe. It's, uh, it's a present for you, you cheeky <laughs> bastard. Okay, next up, chicken police. Shitty platinum. Let's do it. Shitty, 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 shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Take it away, Cree. Yes, shitty platinum. Our favourite section. I've just eh? clocked the price on this. <laughs> yeah, there was a reason I chose it though. Did you pay this price? No. 15.99. What? No, we got a code. <laughs> uh, I would check that out. <laughs> okay. I would be double checking that. <laughs> Anything for a platinum. So, on my travels over the weekend, I walked into a toilet. Um, well done. Uh, public toilets. Did um, you hurt your knee? No. But do you know that they were platinum level toilets? Really? There was a big sign up saying platinum certified toilets of sorts. What does that mean? I don't know. Like they're cleanliness or... Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's think so. good. Yeah. 
That's the fear of using a public toilet, isn't it? <laughs> nah, the cleanliness. Mm. Right, I know. So I just wanted to double check that. The reason I chose it is because it's been added to PlayStation Now okay. uh, this month as well. It's like a point-and-click uh, investigative Piece adventure. Of shit. It's, well, it's weird as what it is. So it's one of these games where they use anim- anamorphic animals. Like, you know, it's like they're built like people, but they've got like animal heads. Oh, it's like yeah. a term for it. Yeah. Um, you can tell here by the, the picture. So you've got a, a cat that's supposed to be like a sexy woman. and Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's really cool it's like it's all done in like noir style black and white and the actual story and stuff like that is pretty decent and it's funny and it's got good uh, it's got good dialogue and stuff like that like I would I genuinely would recommend it what's it called again? Uh, Chicken Police yep there you go Chicken Police paint it red but yeah we did an actual review for it and it was, I thought it was quite fun and when it popped up on <laughs> on PlayStation Now I thought that's available on everything and is it easy to obtain the yeah plan? you can get it in about an hour um, I would recommend using a guide because as with a lot of these point and click games there's always missable shit like like it wants you to collect certain items or use certain items in a certain way so I would use a guide but yeah you'll get the platinum in an hour and a half and it's actually pretty fun. It's a, it is a bit weird though, because they do like they are like sexualizing characters. It's not like there's nudity mm. in it, but they're sexualizing characters, and it's like a woman with a fucking tail and a cat head. Mm. And seemingly there are people that are really dangerously into it. Yeah, fuck that are into everything. But yeah, I would I'd recommend it. It's by. The Wild Gentleman. The Wild Gentleman, which is fitting. And it's published by Handy Games, which is also fitting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fifteen ninety nine normally, but you'll get it on sale pretty often, and you can get it on PS Now for no extra cost if you Jesus have it. Jesus Christ! Pick it up. There you go, folks. You I would say a with a guide, no quid. more than a two out of ten difficulty. Okay, thank you for that. Thank you for always covering the the weekly segment of Shitty Platinum for us. <laughs> Anytime. Yes. Okay, movie night. Let's talk movies. So each week we watch a gaming-inspired movie. And this week's pick was Street Fighter Assassin's Fist, which was a 2014 mini-series, but it was then transformed into a film. I guess they just thought, let's just bundle it all together and make it a two two two-and-a-half-hour epic. As Mm. such, it was a a two-and-a-half-hour epic. I did (laughs) not see the end. You'll be surprised to hear. You saw about a thud. Yeah, so... Might have to bow out yeah. on the rating when we get to it. But yeah, so it takes us back to the formative years of the iconic characters Ryu and Ken as they live a traditional warrior's life in the secluded mountain wilderness of Japan. What were our thoughts? We've got different thoughts. I liked it. What a pile of steaming shit. <laughs> Honestly? Yes. I couldn't have stopped looking at... Uh, Ryu's fucking hair. Ken's hair. Ken's hair. Oh, it was a wee bit off putting because I, I think that we got to another so scene. I was like, he's had his hair cut, and you were like, no, I think he's still got the ponytail. He does because like, oh, yeah. it was like, hanging. It's almost Aye. as if it just clipped on at the back. Hey, hold on, Ken. That's when you. There we go. The hair. Scene. The hair was bizarre. Mm. But then I suppose that was them trying to be true to 
what his hair was like. He did have. Mm. There was some of them when he had pretty long hair. Not that long, no. certainly. Though no. that was a wee bit weird. But it was long and straight. The last thing it was, it was so straight. So like every scene, it was like, <laughs> and then a wee lassie come on with straighteners. Right, there we go, there we go, Ken. Yeah, right. And then, yeah, they're straight, director, they're straight, right? Hurry, let's get this scene in before they curl up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then I realised that you weren't joking me, you said it was two and a half hours, and I was like, all right, it was a series and it's 13 episodes, and about like 15 minutes each. Nah. I added it up. I wish I didn't. I was like, oh my god, this is a long time to watch something I don't want to watch. Holy fuck. I really liked it. What was it you liked about it? I just, I thought, like, the fight scenes were really good. <sighs> it was like, they, I, I, I think they were, they were proper martial artists that did them. Yeah, and I, I did actually quite like, they kind of like, there was a wee bit of slow-mo thrown in it, but not like, loads of slow-mo, I don't know, yeah. if, like, some of the fight scenes I thought were filmed quite well. I just, I don't know, I thought the story was really good. Like, I thought they told, like, it was like an origin story, but there was there was certain bits that didn't hit that well. And, like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm certainly not used to, like, having to, like, usually when I watch these films, I'm usually doing the podcast notes at the same time, and I couldn't do that last night because I kept, like, I was having to fucking read the whole thing. Um, well, did you find a, sub, a subtitle file? Aye. Well, no, I, I watched it in Daily Motion. Um huh. They had it in like three parts. I like I don't know how you managed to watch that without subtitles. Because I, I, I would just, not I would not just. have had a fucking clue what's going on. Right. I like got, see the story, the story was really good. Right. Well I got I I kinda got what they were going Aye. for with the attitudes that they were portraying. You know yeah. what I mean? Was, didn't need to know every word. The wee guy, I can't remember this is gonna sound tonally off, but you know in Japan they've got those they wear those kind of like it almost looks like they've got a lampshade in their head. What's the hat the type of hat's called? You know the ones I mean? I know that old guy was fucking hilarious. He came up and he was wanting to play a song because he liked Ryu, but he didn't like Ken. And like at right. one point he comes up and he starts trying to play a song and like Ken says something and he just turns around and goes, Shut up, woman. I didn't ask you to sing over Ryu's song. And then Ken's just this fucking face and he starts playing this song again. <laughs> but like he popped up a few times and he just kept... like He was almost... He reminded me of... See, in... Uh, Happy Gilmore when there's that guy that keeps popping up and going uh, like just been an absolute nuisance you're gonna fail mm-hmm. like uh, or whatever he reminded me of him <laughs> um, yeah, but no I, like, I genuinely like it didn't seem like a gaming film to me which normally like see like I did really like it I would never watch it again like see with the gaming films that we watch, some of them are shit, but I don't know, I like the campy shitness of it and I could watch it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Whereas this seemed like a more it was definitely like a serious yeah, was, origin yeah. story. Mm-hmm. And so with stuff like that, like I would never rewatch. Um but no, I didn't I did enjoy it. The the ending. I found out there was they made like a second part or whatever, because the ending's fucking Annoying to say the least. I think I might have fell asleep at the end. What was the ending? So he spoiler alert. Well, we we'll, we'll spoil the films. <laughs> so at the end, he the guy who's the master. He pronouns the the master guy. The guy who's been training Ryu and Ken. Sensei. Right. Sensei. He realizes Sensei. that 
the bad guy's coming back to kill him. So he sends Ryu and Ken away, mm-hmm. says, your training's done, off you go. So they disappear into the, the sunset. And then the guy appears, and they're just about to have their fight, and they basically both go to attack, and then it freezes, and then credits roll. Oh, oh I think I did see that bit. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? And I looked up, but they did do, like, and it's not like another two and a half hours or whatever, but they had, like, a second release that, like, ties everything up or whatever. Oh, um, can't which I'm going to have to fucking like watch now. Aye, but you can't end a film like that. Yeah, that was weird. But, I mean, again, a lot of this stuff, I think, maybe made more sense in terms of a series. Do you know yeah, what I mean? If, if well. the original intention was a series, then, Aye. like, they've probably did it in such a way, yeah. Like, one of the guys... Uh, one of the guys that got in touch with us, Squinny, he'd said that he loved it, like he really enjoyed it. it one of his first comment is though, um, what the fuck? No, what was it? His first comment was, first up, Ken's hair. What the fuck is that? <laughs> exactly. Is he the missing brother from Hanson? Uh, <laughs> but he did say, like, he watched it. And so on Daily Motion, which, by the way, shout out to Daily Motion. Like, that's a website I forgot existed. Like, yeah. I used to use it years ago, and it was a pain in the ass to use. It was shite, but it was quite good because they didn't uh, copyright anything. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing got flagged. But see, now, it's a pretty slick website. Really good. Mm. I'd recommend it. But um, it was him that gave me the link, so he watched it in three 48-minute parts over a couple of days, and he did say that that broke it up nicely, and he's like, I don't know how I'd have felt about it if I watched the full thing, like two and a half hours. So mm. I'd ran out of time, and I did have to. Well, I, was watching it to I was watching it until half one in the morning last night. Um Hence why I fell asleep. I couldn't, I couldn't make that far. Yeah, because we've just had a really busy week. But, mm. like, I think perhaps... Craig just kept on watching and thinking, I wish I had that hair. <laughs> or any hair. <laughs> <laughs> Take the old guy's hair. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so initially it was 15-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, I'd like to almost see that because, like, you would almost think that then there must have... Like, I didn't see, like... Cuts. obvious breaks every 15 minutes yeah. like no like a cliffhanger kind of every 15 I, minutes not that everyone would have to be a cliffhanger but you'd think that there would be a point where you're like oh that's the end of a the resolution episode. point that's though. the end of the episode but there never yeah. seemed to be anything like that no which was weird no i didn't no you're right yeah it's kind of strange because you would have to have some sort of resolution some sort of dialogue or that would almost scene, wrap and then up. a resolution for that scene i, I didn't really get well, it must have been like that a wee bit. We unless unless they did, because obviously it was low budget, so unless they did just make <gasps> it, it as a film. Is it low budget, was it? Unless they made it as a film, just broke it up into 15 minute bits, put it out, and then they stitched it back together or whatever. But oh, like, fuck. this thing's got like a proper cult following. Yeah, is it? Oh my God. 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. What the fuck is wrong with all? I think it's the highest rated gaming film. Yeah. Like the highest rated gaming film that's that's been made. Jesus. I wouldn't have it as my top or anything like that, but I did genuinely enjoy it. No, we know what that is. It's not a Mario, but like... (laughs) I I really did enjoy it. Like it was actually Terry got in touch today. He'd only just listened to last week's episode, and he was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you watched that. I've watched that but ten times. I love it. I didn't think he would ever watch it." He's like, "Cause it's not a film," and I was like, "Well, it was part as a film." And he was like, "They made a Mortal Kombat. I don't think it's the same people, but he's like, there's a Mortal Kombat mini series as well. You need to watch that." Oh, no. 
<laughs> but it's not a film, so we don't have to. Don't worry about it. Stop yeah. making speaking suggestions, of, Terry. Speaking <laughs> of Mortal Kombat, that is where we're headed next week. That is. We'll get to that though. Yeah. Uh, let's just get there now. <laughs> so shall we pie? Yep. Yeah. One. Really? I'd go four. I don't know if I'm able to vote. You only saw like 40 minutes of it. 40 minutes? Two. <laughs> you, you, you're going to have to enter sleep emojis this week, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I will. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just, a wee, bit, a, a wee bit of feedback. Uh, so Squinny also said, the fighting choreography is great and the use of iconic moves throughout is really well placed and visualised. Shuriken! Um, I'm not sure how this film isn't more well known. Uh, deserve higher <laughs> praise. All the pies from me. Is he uh, joking? No, I give it five. Oh, he's serious. Uh, yeah. Gary had said, I loved this so much, I bought it on DVD. I think it was that he got in touch on Twitter. I give up. I actually uh, give up. What is I think he said he, he bought it in like a special edition or something like that. Um, and then I put up a tweet last night saying I'd watched it and there was like loads of people get back and were like, oh, I loved that, I loved that. Oh my God. Like it's really highly regarded. <laughs> what, was the, what was the audience for? Jesus Christ. Highly regarded. Right, so I'll go four, you go one, and you're. What would it give you? Two with three sleep emojis. Aye. Because it goes by how far through you go through the film you got, I think, doesn't it? It's been a while since we've had the sleep emojis. That's true. I've, yeah. Mm. Tells you when you need to know, doesn't it, folks? Nah. You're <laughs> on the minority. A 7.3. And by the way, we never got to speak about this. Prince of Persia is a fucking good film. Oh, I'm having none of that. It's a 6.6. No, definitely wasn't not. He, wasn't he great, Prince of Persia? I thought it was. Nah. Yes, yeah, so the listener vote is 63%, 5 pies. 26% <sighs> 4 pies, 9% 3 pies, 3% 1, and 0% said 2. It's honestly, it's really like. Obviously, do not watch it again, but I think you would have got more you from it with subtitles. You need to tell me that. <laughs> I think you would have got more from it with subtitles. Like, I, can, I, cause I can't so. remember, like, instances, but see, when I was watching it last night, because obviously you'd said, like, and I was like, I can't imagine watching this without subtitles. Like, see, and see, the thing is, see, usually, the fact that I had to read what was going on, that would usually massively put me off, because I don't mm. have the fucking energy for that. But... um <laughs> But no, I, I enjoyed it. So okay. what's next week again? So we're going to Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which is the second one. We have already watched Mortal Kombat, the first one, but we're just the second And Mortal Kombat, the newest one. Oh, yeah. So this is Mortal Kombat, the second one. This is this like 90, 97 or 98 or something? So we've, wa- we've watched the two bits of Breed. Now we're watching the ham and lettuce in the middle. The creamy centre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the creamy centre. I don't remember. Any- is it the same folk as the first one? There's a different a cast. A few of them. A right. few of them. Have you seen it before? When it was first out, maybe I. Maybe, I have seen it. Yeah. I take it's but probably quite bad. It's pretty campy. Aye. Good. Yeah. I do like a bit of camp in my films. I think this one, though, I'm, I'm not going to be like coming in going, that shit. I think I'll probably enjoy the campiness of this one. Mm. That just, is, to be fair, what I usually like about these gaming films. Yeah. Like, that's what made Far Cry so special. But that fucking... Street Fighter, what, I, what was it? Amazing Fist? Assassin's Fist. Assassin's Fist, fuck off, man. Fist. Oh, God, I don't want to go through that ever again. 
Okay, time to wrap things up with our pick of the week. 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 Gran Turismo 7 is the pick of the week. Is that it? It's going out on Friday, aye. It's the mm. biggest, definitely the biggest release this week. There is a couple other things, like that Shadow Warrior 3 comes out, and seemingly it's got a bit of a cult following. I'd never, I don't think Warrior. I've ever heard of the first two. But they're supposed to be kind of Doom-style, like frenetic gameplay-type games, mm. and pretty good by all accounts. But um, but yeah, the biggest game of the week is definitely Gran Turismo 7. And is it coming to all platforms? Uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. It's a first party game, so it's like their answer to Forza. Yeah, I don't know. We've recently we have been getting a few codes off Sony, so if if they send it through, we'll play it. But otherwise, I'm, I'm, it's not something I'm going to buy. Like to me, I'm not. We none of us are really massive racing game fans. Like if if and I we've want, got, we've got the only racing game we'll ever need. Exactly. Like I'm sure Gran Turismo. I mean, they, don't we don't see the graphics? They look fucking unbelievable, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't mind giving it a try, but. With the amount of racing games I play, I'm more than happy to just play Forza. Exactly. And I don't think I'll like it as much as Forza, because it's going to be like a proper sim. I've still not played a lot of Forza, but I've kept it on my Xbox, because mm. I know I do want to go back to yeah. it. Um, aye. Good to have there, just ready to play when you've got a wee racing urge. Itch. Definitely. I feel like Forza's like, especially the Forza Horizon, it's like the perfect mix of... Like a sim and an arcade yeah. type yeah. type game where I've always mm. felt like Gran Turismo's too sim. simulation for my liking. Mm. So I'm interested to try it, but certainly not enough to buy it. So we'll see. If we get if we get close through, then we'll check it out. But otherwise, no. But it's definitely the biggest game this week. Mm-hmm. Anything else anyone wants to discuss or share before we wrap up? Mm. No. No. No, I'm just going to open that bin, make sure Jeff Grubb's still breathing. Get in that, that bin. It's all right. Oh, get in that bin. What a sandwich, Jeff. No, good. Okay, well, that's us then for this week, folks. Hope you've enjoyed listening. As I mentioned at the beginning, please do subscribe, share, you know, tell your friends about us mm-hmm. if you think they would enjoy. Get some reviews in. I was looking at it. Like we've, I think we've got 12 five-star reviews, but we haven't had any for a wee while. So if you haven't reviewed us yet on Apple Podcasts, some words. get it done. Some words. Kind take, words. Take some words like Jeff Grubb does. <laughs> put them together in a wee cauldron of ideas <laughs> and, uh, and post that shit. Exactly. Make it happen. Thanks and bye. Goodbye. Cheers. podcast is recorded and produced by Pure Dead Gaming. Intro music by David Finlayson.